welcome to the clutter queen here i talk about all things that make up the disability world and in short make us different unique or beautifully weird here we embrace all of what makes us us Hello everyone, we have a special guest here today who I met through a camp last July. Um, her name is Ava and I was her art teacher this past summer in California. We literally were together for like a week and she slept outside, I slept in an actual cabin. So <laughs> there's that. But um, yeah, Ava, you can just say a little bit about, a little bit about yourself. Hi, I'm Ava, I'm 17. Um, I plan to go into psychology after high school and yeah, <laughs> um, I like to travel. Um, my favorite places I've been to are um, Ireland, Switzerland. In Ohio, it's so like our weather here is so bipolar because like it'll be cold one week and then hot the next week. Like right now it's in the fifties, but it was literally like in the twenties last week. So it's constant fluctuation. Illinois is the exact same. It's not very fun. Yeah, not at all. But I'm glad you're here with me on Zoom because she's in Illinois, so we couldn't meet in person. Um, but anyway, Ava, if you could explain a little bit about your diagnoses and what exactly um, I think it's called spastic cerebral palsy is. So you. Um, I have spastic CP and it doesn't really affect me mentally much anymore. It used to, I used to have trouble with like math and science compared to language um but i don't really anymore i've kind of grown out of that and my difficulty is the same as like any other person's it affects me more so like physically my muscles get tight um and on one side of my body more specifically my left side works better than my right side and yeah, <laughs> my muscles just basically get tight. It's so crazy because like whenever I'm done finishing a sentence or like a little like paragraph I'm talking, I always say, so yeah, too. So like, that's just <laughs> funny how you both say, so yeah. Um, so that's okay. interesting. So I researched online CP and like I found kind of what you were saying just now about like, I didn't know it was a spectrum. I didn't know that like kind of like... um. ADHD or something like it's a spectrum like level one two you said there were like five levels to it and I had no idea but the more I researched the more I understood like what um these like different levels of CP are and I think at level one you told me earlier when we first had our pre yeah yeah so like you were saying earlier it's like one side of your body is only affected the other one is not affected mm -hmm. okay okay yeah my left side works better than my right side Okay, interesting. What is your diagnosis story? When were you diagnosed with CP? How did your parents know? Um, when they didn't know at first, when I was um, one or two, they were noticing that I was having troubles. And uh, yeah, they took me to a doctor and um like i've had a walker 
since I was three. And so I learned, I worked with lots of like physical therapists to get better with walking. And yeah, I've had a walker and I still do. And everyone's always like, you're great at walking. And I've been like, it's been 14 years. (laughs) 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 I see what you're saying. Cause I didn't, I thought, I, I don't know why I assume that CP was progressive, like it gets worse over time. Then I saw online the researching that it's not progressive. It's just that in stone when you're first diagnosed. So like, like you were saying earlier, like, you know, you've walked in the same for 14 years, like the walking hasn't really changed. I mean, I, know if it, I don't know if it has changed for you, but I didn't know CP wasn't a progressive disorder. Yeah, um, it's not progressive, but if you don't um, like stretch and do things to like take care of yourself it can get worse but if you do those things like it's pretty consistent okay that makes a lot of sense so I feel like to have a lifelong disorder of CP um it I mean it comes with its challenges but like if you find people who support you and love you no matter what, it, it pretty much like I don't even think about it like at all at this point. It's just like I just go on with my normal life. Like, yeah, it's yeah, and I don't really like my friends and my family and my teachers like know that I have it, but nobody like it's not a topic of conversation. My life just goes on normal. And I think that's nice. I don't really know how other people um, feel about it, but yeah, my life, I would consider it to be like anybody else's. So Great, great, great. Yeah, um, I would say before I worked at the camp, Camp WAP, I never met anyone who I guess was my age who had um, CP. I didn't even know what CP was until I went to Camp WAP. And I remember like meeting you and meeting, um, I think, who else did I remember? Oh, remember, remember Zubin? Yeah, I love Zubin. <laughs> Did I don't know. I don't know if he had CP. I don't think I ever asked him. But I mean, like, I just remember I I remember um Steve, the owner of the camp, had CP. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, okay. And I remember watching the story, um, this movie about him climbing Yosemite. And I was like, oh, okay, like really interesting. So it's just it's I think it's just always so cool, like learning about different people's backgrounds and intersectionalities and how like they're all so versatile in disability, in disability world. Um, yeah. So, do you think there's like a certain stigma around cerebral palsy at all, or no? Um, I think it really depends. Um, like some people, if they don't know who I am, like I said, my teachers, my friends, my family, like to them, I'm like completely normal, and there's like no issue, and they don't question my mental ability but like if I 
meet someone new, I feel like they see the wheelchair or the walker first. And I've been around my siblings before. I'm the oldest sibling. I have three younger siblings. And we've met people and they've talked to my younger siblings normally and then they use this like high-pitched like how you talk to like younger children mm -hmm. voice with me and i'm like yeah it's so i definitely do think that there is but it just has to be like broken down and you just have to like accept that some people have like that people can like understand you and we're not like not there you know what i mean right no you make a lot of sense really interesting <laughs> because i uh watched a youtube video um there's this guy and he had cerebral palsy and he was talking about his life with cp on a ted talk and he was saying what you were saying like people automatically you know judge him based on a will his wheelchair and not on who he is as a person and how he like you said had to accept that and literally just like be okay with like some people not understanding him because he said as long as he understood himself then it was fine and I think that lesson can go for anything in life, no matter disability or about gender or sexuality or race. I think that, you know, that mindset of, you know, as long as you accept yourself and love yourself, then it doesn't really matter what other people may assume, you know, so that's a really good, a really good quote you just gave. Um, my next kind of, well, not kind of, my next question was, um, so how does it feel gender wise? Are the differences in how women are judged versus men with cerebral palsy at all? I like I never understood. Like I kind of had a question about like gender roles and how that plays a role in disabilities um, at all. I don't know how. Like for me, um, as long as like someone knows me and knows like my ambitions and what I want to do. Um, like, I feel like people see like the real me, I guess, but I don't really know what it's like f for men because I don't, I live in such a small area. Like I'm the only person with physical disability that goes to my school and so Camp Womp was the only time that I'd really met like males with a disability and I never asked them how it was how they were treated differently so but my experience is like you just have to like show that you're like serious and then people would treat you. Um, yeah, my next question. Well, first I asked a question about um, gender roles and disabilities because I always wonder, you know, physical disabilities, is there some kind of gender stigma? Uh, I know with like race it is and sexuality as well, but in the disability world, it was kind of the same thing. But you were saying earlier, you're the only person with disability in your, um, in your town. So how has that been with like going to school? Has it just felt, have you ever felt like, you know, you wanted to meet more people like you and 
did Camp Womp kind of feel that void for you or what? Um, so my experience with school is like basically the same. If, as what I've been saying, if people try to like get to know me, they realize that like, I'm like smarter than what the average person without a disability would assume of like people with disabilities in general. But um, I definitely have some, um, like, I definitely feel like people are like afraid to approach me at times. Um, and what I said before about people like talking to you differently with that like, tone of voice, um, that definitely has had with some people, but lots of people in my school like knowing that happens every once in a while. And Camp Womp was like totally different because even though I've had those experiences at school and there's not a lot of them, I still notice them. I was never afraid to like be at Camp Womp and like, it just like, one talks to you differently there they all talk to you like normal and that was was nice but yeah yeah in general like as long as you as long as I begin to talk to like my peers they start to be like oh she's like for lack of a better term like normal you know the term normal is pretty ambiguous like what does that mean you know like i don't think even though i don't have a physical disability i don't consider myself normal just because like i do have a speech disfluency and there's people who think that they're not normal because you know they have green hair like it's just like what's what's the question of like what normal is that's a really good question i think people sometimes you to ask themselves like what do I consider normal to be and why do I think that this definition's okay or not okay um so um my other question for you um are there any like mental challenges that come from having level one cerebral palsy at all I like there have been times where I've been like why don't people accept me and wishing that they did but I've um, grown out of that. And Camp Womp really like helped me like get there um, because like um, everyone except you there, like there was no like awkwardness. So that was cool. And <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I would say like me working at Camp Womp um, was really cool because I had a chance to like meet other people from not just like disability backgrounds, but various backgrounds and like 
race and you know people from, we were like all across the whole country like even like i think we had a guy from europe i think he was there and so that was yeah. like really really cool and how we all just came together for, for the same cause and the same you know goal to just everyone make everyone feel at home no matter who you were and i don't know if you were there that one time where we had that like um what was it we had a like bonfire like, oh, last night we had the, the more fuzzy thing were you there when um that one guy was crying about his life was that you the last week? Jeremy? Yeah. Like Yes. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Like, he gave me that was, I was his warm and fuzzy. That oh my gosh. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that. You like, had his warm fuzzy. What did he give you? I do. It's in my room right now. Oh my god. Like, because I don't I don't even want to wear it because I don't wanna break it. Like I just have it hanging up in my room. Oh, I forgot. I forgot he had you because he was crying about, I remember his life and talking about how you brought him so much joy and everything. And I just, I literally love that. Like everyone was crying. Like that was such a great way to end camp. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. It was like, there's so much like coming together, like you said, and for the same cause. And it's not like I never my family was asking if I was nervous to go to California because I've never really done anything without my family before because um like traveling wise because like my disability makes it hard for me to like go very many places by myself you know so everyone was asking like if I was nervous and I was never really nervous. Like just the fact that um Steve had like a disability himself and like knows how it is for other people with disabilities, like I was confident by that. I and um yeah, just like I was never nervous. I always felt like accepted. So that was. Yeah, that's great. That's so great. Yeah, like Steve is an amazing person. If you guys don't know, Steve Wampler is the owner of Camp Womp. And if you guys Google him, you'll find him easily. He's a great guy. Super smart. Super um, funny. He's really funny. Um, he, he's very, very active. Um, and my last question for you. Um, how can society do a better job of creating environments that are easier for physical disorders to adapt to? Um, I think, like I've been saying, it really just starts with like accepting people before you assume that they're not like smart because of the wheelchair or the walker or whatever they have. Um, and then once you accept that they're like the same, um, like, yeah, I think that's where it needs to start. And then it can go further. Like I always have issues. Like that's another thing that I've been self-conscious about is like when we go places anywhere, like even here where I live, there can be um stairs and then or something that like limits me from doing another thing 
And so then sometimes you have to change your plans because something as simple as I can't do that because there's stairs. And so um, I never, like, I always felt uncomfortable and like I was being annoying because I had to make people change their plan. And so I feel like making more places adaptable, like no stairs. Another thing that annoys me is like bathtubs instead of showers in um, hotel rooms. As weird as that sounds, like I really just like it's difficult and making those things like more adaptable and easier for us just like ramps instead of stairs anything like that showers instead of bathtubs <laughs> yeah yeah that's like a whole bathtub thing i agree even though i'm not in a wheelchair being in a bathtub like for a shower is so inconvenient and I just feel like it's just a little space. You can't really get in the shower because it's like, I mean, you can get in, but it's like, you know, I don't want to take a bath in a, a hotel. That's gross. So it's just like. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I agree. For me, it's just like really hard um, to get into. And I know it can be different for people with like other disabilities. But like for me, my opinion is that I have a walker. If I bring my walker on vacation, I could just like walk into the shower. And even if I bring my wheelchair, wheel into the shower. So like, it's it's easier for me. It might not be easier for other people, but I think there should definitely be options because I know that like some people with physical disabilities can walk, but other people can't. Just like the shower thing. Um, and so, yeah, things like that. Okay, Ava, thank you so much. The Zoom call's gonna end on us. I'm so sorry, <laughs> but I will definitely reach out to you after this call ends. And I'm so glad you're here. Thank you. Thank you for having me. It was so fun. No nice problem. Yeah, I'll see ya. Bye. Bye.